The Up With The Bonnets podcast is brought to you by Hilltown Electrical. Hilltown Electrical deals with both domestic and commercial jobs. You can find them on Facebook or by contacting them on 07793 847 390. Coming up on this week's episode of the Up With The Bonnets podcast, we'll talk over a drab 0-0 draw against County at Dens. It's Shaughnessy at the double as Dundee beat Livy away from home. We preview back-to-back home games against Rangers and Livy. We dive into the Burnley rumours. And we finish it up with the fans' Q&A. Hello and welcome to episode 68 of the Up With The Bonnets podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Smith, and with me is Mr Paul Gray. Paul, it feels like a very long time since me and you have actually last sat down and done a podcast because we've had the international break, we've had a Luke McCowan interview. Uh, what have you been doing in your spare time? Just missing you, mate. Missing me. Ah, thank you. Pining for you. I've, mi- I've missed you as well. <laughs> And we're back. <laughs> and we are back, baby. And it's a, a, a good episode to come back on. Uh, we'll also cross the, the Ross County game briefly, and we will big up Saturday's win. We tamed the, the Lions and came away with the three points from Amardville or Tony Macaroni Stadium, whatever you want to call it. Um, no we idea. came away with the, the three points from West Lovian. But, Paul, we'll, we'll, we'll just kind of briefly go over the Ross County game last Tuesday. Uh, it's a game where normally it's do not lose, really, is it? I know we're, we've been playing not too bad, but I'm expecting to, to go and win games at home. But on the whole of it, the performance, and we'll probably go on about like attempts on target, I would probably say a point was a fair point, but it was a good point for Dundee. Clean sheet as well, second on the trot. Your thoughts, mate? That's probably ex- that, mate. That's pretty much it for me. Like, I thought they were looking dangerous at times, though. I must admit, and I thought, mm, and then the VAR goal, mm, I thought it wasn't going to be our night. Eh? But mm-hmm. all I'm going to say about this game is: see the five subby rule. Get in the bin, man. Get it in the goddamn bin. It just only it benefits it benefited Ross County with their rotational fouling, mate. They were doing my nothing. What is it? Six cards? Six yellow cards? Six yellow cards, yes. Says it all. Five of the, the first five, three of them got subbed. What does that mm-hmm. tell you? <laughs> they were I know. Just stopping us playing, man. That's what I, nothing, yeah. Paul, that was exactly it. It was it seemed to be every time Dundee were wait to make a, a good breakaway into the county half and you know, it, it was looking good, but they would use the cynical foul, and don't get me wrong, Dundee do it, but on this time, the, the amount of times Ross County did it, it was, a lot of people see Ross County as a as a, a fuggery team, if you know what I mean. Um, and, hammer throwers. Uh, yeah, hammer throwers, and it just kind of summed them up a wee bit here. Um, it was a, it did. It was frustrating for Dundee, and also, and don't get me wrong, the rule of, of um, if you've got a head knock, and you should, like, play's got to stop. I'm all for that because, obviously, in this day and age, concussions and stuff like that. But County, oh, my 
God, man, how many times did they decide to go down holding their noggin? And then as soon as the whistle's blown, surprisingly, before even they had the wet sponge, the magic sponge from the trainer, who never got called on us. all them five or six times, yeah, uh, uh, springing back You've up just reminded action. me. You've just reminded me when Bakayoko made that run and he jumped up and won the ball, won the header, and then he was running on it, and the boy went down like a sack of ties. Mm-hmm. And then he miraculously... Made a recovery, but all their players were back. Man, I totally forgot about that. So and I think that, also they got a drop ball. Like county, uh, <laughs> instead of us getting the ball, we had the ball. The ball got put back to the county keeper. It was just ridiculous. It's nonsense, mate. The five subby rule, like some folk will say, it'll benefit teams with big squads. I, I get that point of view, or it'll allow young laddies to get on. I, I can see that point of view. But see, for me, it just benefits teams that do that type of fouling and mm-hmm. get boys carded. Like I said to you, the first five boys that got carded, three were subbied. Yeah, I was riled watching the game, but I'm riled now, yeah. <laughs> it's just, well. it's, it's not even cheating. It's playing, in, it's playing within the rules of the, almost the rules of the game. But for me, it's fucking cheating. <laughs> Aye. Uh, if, if I got the whole of it, uh, Dundee looked, looked good at the initial start of the game. And... I thought to ourselves, yeah, here we go. This uh, we should be doing well here. But as the longer the mm. game went on, we really failed to create any clear-cut chances. And it's that age-old story as of the more that happens, the more the other team comes into play. And that's exactly what happened. County had the better chances. I think we had nine shots on target, and they were all shots that I would expect any keeper to uh, save. To be honest. Um, mm. Their shots, Simon Murray had a had a good chance, a good golden chance that never panned out, good save by Carson then there was another one, I can't remember the county uh, playoff but it was from a corner in the first half and Carson just, instinct, just able to palm the ball away uh, brilliant save again from Carson save. yeah, uh, Unbelievable. and then also we got let out of jail with the offside goal, so in age old fashion, or age old Dundee fashion, it was a case of not creating any chances having the bulk of play what else is going to happen the opposition are going to go up the road and score and they did but thankfully thankfully VAR kicked in and done us a favour um, it was, it was, favor. The, it was a massive favour I think if VAR wasn't in Scottish football I don't think the referee's blown for that I think he's no. blue for it because he's able to go and check the decision which again he's, he's using the, the technology at his disposal um, I think the linesman gave it though I think the linesman gave offside. I thought the referee blew his whistle, then the referee put up his uh, flag. That's what I think I've seen. I was also happy to be uh, corrected on that one. But it was great to see the county player sliding on his knees at the same time as the the whistle (laughs) went. (laughs) Boy, Brown. Was it Brown? I can't wait to see him. Yeah. <laughs> Unlucky me, what an embarrassment. Yeah. I know. Uh we've all been there. We've all been there. We've seen Dundee celebrate a couple of goals that have ended up being chopped off uh moments later. Yep. But uh Carson obviously was uh must be sweating beads by the way, hoping that that'll get caught off, get uh, called off. Called off. Uh, ah, he looked ah, he looked cool as a cucumber, mate. He was <laughs> he was ready with a ball and everything like ah, it's free kick. He's putting Aye. the ball down and everything like ah. So when can I take it, ref? You know what I mean? Ah, nah, <laughs> cool. But he he spared here. His boss just got spared the wee bit. I don't know what. I don't know if it was interference from White, but then when the ball came to Carson, he spilled it. You know, I, I don't know if I don't know if Carson maybe knew. Ah, he's offside. I'm not even going to bother. But mm, yeah, I know. 
I, I just <laughs> think he made a meal of that one. Yeah, but that, yeah, yeah, you're right. But yeah, the player obviously <laughs> was offside. He's in a freebie plays. He's the offside position. Uh, he's made a movement to the ball. Obviously, the, the keeper's going to then change his movement. So it was correctly given us offside. Um, and to be honest, that is about it for the game because it was very lacklustre. Pineda, when he came on, looked lively up top. But again, the shots that he got himself in position, again, it was shots that uh, you expect the keeper to save. So overall... See the thing with that... Sorry, Danny. See with that, like he was the... When he came on, the runs he was making, we weren't making those runs. Do you know what I mean? No. And he was getting in behind the defence. But see if he was making the runs from the other side of the pitch and he was actually coming in on his right foot. He, he, I think he probably would have scored, but... Looks like his left foot's his weak one. But no, nah, I thought he did, he did really well when he came on. He had three yeah. or four chances. I mean, Mate, he offered, he offered uh, something different up top. Like you say, he was making runs. It wasn't just like a straight pass to the player. He was looking, he was like maybe sitting on his right side and he was looking for the pass from the player onto the left side, making runs in behind the defenders. Uh, put them under a bit of pressure, but unfortunately it never really came to much. Uh, and yeah, it was I was nil-nil. It was, I was disappointed to leave the game, maybe no potentially doing better up top. I think that's what really real mm. uh, gripe is with that game is that we never really tested their keeper. But no. I was happy enough with the the nil nil draw. But look, steady in defence. Obviously, the, the the goal that was not given, and I think there was a moment where was it uh, Patalis went the head of the ball and totally misjudged it. Um, I think it was him. I'm not too sure. Again, happy this been corrected. <laughs> yeah, it was him. <laughs> Uh, and put us under pressure, but again, you you do so well at the back. You're you're, you're going to have a few mistakes here and there. So, but apart from that, generally we looked good, solid, tight at the back, and it's just sorting up up top mm-hmm. and being able to, you know, just break down the Taper opposition, yeah, opposition opposition defenses. But obviously, it moved on to Saturday's game, and we make the trip down to West Lovian against Livy, a team who. We always seem to maybe either. I don't think there's ever any in between we us and Livy. It's either a defeat or a win. I think draws are few and far between. Livy hardly yep. look too good this season. I'm going to say, even though they were kind of same points as them. I don't know. There's just something about them compared to the last few seasons that make it look like they're maybe no doing as well. And on this uh, evidence, I don't think they are looking too clever at all. Um, first half. Yeah. Again, nothing to speak home about. It was a horrible game of football. I even highlighted how bad a game of football it was. That sports scene highlights. The first highlight they had was Luke McCowan's shot, which was like 34th minute or something. I think that was the first shot yeah. on target for either team. That's how bad the first half was. Um, and then they had a sclaff shot. A sclaff shot that went for well wide of the post. That was it. That was, yeah, that, the, boy, the first half was abysmal. Abysmal, mate. The boy made a, a mazy run. Carson went absolutely ballistic at the defence uh, for for letting the boy make that run. But obviously the the, mm. the air got to him, getting up that high up the pitch, and uh, he just blasted it wide. Uh, I think a lot of fans will notice that there was seemed to be a better crowd than normal at Almondvale than uh, you normally know, see. I think the Livy handed out like something like four thousand free tickets to the game. Um, so they must have done to the schools. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Come on, Livy! Come on, Livy! I know. <laughs> like. I, I think they do that quite often, which, you know what? I like if, that, though. Eh? If they're able to do it, like yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm no way to slate them at all, because if Dundee were able to do something similar, then I'd be off for it, because you've, you've got to do that to 
trying to entice fans in, but on the first half performance, I'd be handing back the ticket and say, some other feel unfortunate kids. Asking for compensation. Yeah, my eyes are bleeding. What the hell? <laughs> oh, it was abysmal, mate. There was nothing, nothing to shout about in that first half. But, I mean, I thought it was strange, like, the the lineup. You know, see when the lineup came out, I was kind of yes. like, what's going on? You know, I, I, you know, I was thinking... I was like, why? Why is Lamy dropped? But then, because I thought Lamy's been Lamy's been excellent since he's came in. But then it could be the pitch. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Bag Yogo didn't have the greatest game against Ross County, so could maybe understand that. But going one up top against them, I, I don't know, man. And Robertson not getting Aye. a start. Robertson was brilliant against Ross Aye. County as well. But then again, no. the physicality in the middle of their park. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I was going to say so. We were going to do a podcast after the county game, but. I just never had the time to, so we just called it quits. And you know, I wish what, we did. I know because you know what I was going to actually say. I would have felt like playing like uh, Mosilla in the, in the mm. midfield because you, you know you're coming up. If Livy, even when Livy aren't playing good, you know you're going to get a physical game from them. So you've really got to bulk up that midfield. So I would have maybe have gave him a wee run out. I would actually thought about putting him in for the the county game at one point. Um, mm. So it felt like it was a case of, you know what, it's yeah, fair enough, Robertson's been doing well in midfield, but this is going to be a tough game. We've got the players at our disposal. We've got different players with different attributes, and I think this is the game that you, you put the team out that you do. Um, also, there were three changes to the side. Uh, Lyle Cameron, who was injured the previous week, he also dropped out the Scotland under the 21 squad with Robertson taking his place. He came into the mm. squad. Mo Sela came in for his first start and Arne Donnelly came in on his debut. So, also the players to make away from was what you said, Lamy, Robertson and Bakayoko. Mate, mm. Donnelly. I've seen oh. one person on Twitter describe it as, I think he played in his slippers because he absolutely strolled it. And I think Mate, that's absolutely bang on. Absolutely, absolutely bang on. Very impressed. Very impressed there. Eh? No, just, it, it was everything about his game. Like, he literally just strolled it. He's passing, he's tackling, he's balls. Mate, see his ball in for Rudden's chance when Rudden uh, put it past the post. Mm-hmm. I don't know how he's picked Rudden out for that. It's, it, it, and he's throw-ins. He's throwing. <laughs> Up and he takes the first throw and Shaughnessy scores. Let's just keep doing that, boys. You know what? I'm going to say it right. But see, when I was looking at him and watching him play, like even the way he hits a ball, he's the way he's built, mate. I think he's like a pure carbon copy of Kieran Tierney. Yeah? <laughs> I'm, I'm saying it like, yeah, I just hope he doesn't hear the same legs like, you know, Tierney. I <laughs> built I, <on> watch it. <laughs> chocolate. <laughs> mm. Well, but he was, really, he was really good, very impressed. Yeah, it just shows you again like the, the depth that Dundee have got, especially at the back, because you've seen Lamy make way from, um, make way from, and he's been playing well for us. You know, mm-hmm. if, if he was playing, I wouldn't think anything of it. So being able to drop a player like him, um, and even looking back at somebody like Ashcroft, who hasn't been playing, you know, we've got a player, he would be able to come in and do a job as well. It just seems like yeah. we're sorted at the back. Um, Position-wise, yeah. And for all the years that we've played, you know, we've had to rely on Kami, right back, left back, and, you know, and maybe no had mm-hmm. sent defenders to fill in. I think a couple of seasons ago, like, say, Ashcroft got injured and seemed to absolutely, like, mock us up for fighting relegation. We just yeah. never seemed to have the reinforcements, but now we do. And in midfield, we've got the reinforcements, and we just need up top to kind of click 
Um, I know we're waiting on Robinson uh, coming back from injury, but we're just that's the only bit there that I feel like we need to click. Um, everything else seems to be kind of going across swimmingly, and we've got the players that we want to change formation, you know, change even during the game. We've got players that we can put on, and it's night and day from years upon Absolutely. years of watching Dundee play, you know, trying to fit in players into positions that they feel uncomfortable on and whatnot, you know. It's just, uh, it's just good to see, mate. Uh, mate, bang on, and see having the defence that solid, you're not going to concede, and that's evident. How many, what, what is it, three clean sheets on the bounce now? Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And previous seasons, we've always seemed to have had like one or two positions at the back where teams have exploited. I'm not going to name names, but left back, and teams have targeted that. But now, mate, see when you look across the back, Portales has been absolutely brilliant. What's that? That's his third. Was that his? Th- Third start for Dundee for Talos. I think it's his fourth. Was he? Uh, the, he got, he's been got injured in the first game of the season, and then yeah, I think he played in yeah. the Hubs game. Mate, he's been. He, yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. He, he gave away a crack and foul in that game. But anyway, um, he, he he's been brilliant. Sean say there's there's no more words for him. Do you know what I mean? Lamy has been excellent. This boy Donnelly, first impressions excellent. Mate, we're we're looking decent, like <laughs> and, yeah. and Carson. Again, Carson, a man who will get you points. He never had much today. Did Love even get a shot on target actually in, in, the, in no, the game? No, zero. Aye, so I, I, I think that. I mean, I, I know Lovey haven't been in too well, but I would think that speaks volumes more about Dundee than Lovey. The fact that we're the away team and we've gave them no chances, and the chances that have had, they've been not even like clear cut chances. Like the boy that made the run at the start of the second half, you know. Fair enough, he got plastered on the players and whatnot, but he wasn't able to move into the middle and get a good position. His shot was always going to be like flying, or it was always going to be at the near post at least. He was never getting yeah. into a better position than that. And Carson had it covered. I just feel like, yeah, we're just restricted to uh, Levita, absolutely zilch up top. And I think that speaks for more about us than them. It does, mate. You're absolutely bang on there. Absolutely bang on. And the thing is, they've got dangerous strikers up front, but I've always thought Bruce Anderson's a no bad striker, but. Mm-hmm. He had sweet nothing on Saturday. Nubly, decent, but he was walking about the park, spat the dummy out, did absolutely nothing. And I think that is absolutely to do, not just with the back, but see Botang and Silla in the middle of the park, man, they complimented each other quite nicely, I must admit. They really did, and, and I think a lot of fans have been wanting that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oof, I wouldn't want to come up against them, like, not a chance. Big, in, big intimidating-looking players as well. I mean, that's before oh, you even, like, run into them. They're intimidating. They're big laddies, and They've no easily pushed off the ball, tell you that. No, both very smart on the ball as well. Do you know what I mean? Both they didn't give the ball away. Like they no. look they potentially look for a defence split pass or an easy easy nothing on easy pass. Win the ball, easy pass. I wouldn't want to come up against them. That's the spine of the team, man. It's just mm-hmm. pff, I'd be wanting to see that against Rangers, like because I don't think they're spect- We'll speak about Rangers later. <laughs> Aye, we'll get to that soon. We'll get to that soon. Um obviously uh we made the changes. <laughs> yeah, we made a change at half time. Uh, back of Yoko on for Cameron. Maybe uh, tactical, maybe Cameron still feeling the injury a little bit. Uh, mm. Like you say, physical game. So put him on, add a little bit of physicality to our game a little bit more. And he got a goal. And we all thought it was a goal until VAR intervened and it was chopped off for offside. And, if, uh, mate. I can see why I can see why I wasn't given. It's a it was a tough one to take. 
I can see why it wasn't given though. And I've seen the arguments on Twitter. I've seen people say that there's been other referees looking at the game saying it should have should have been given, it shouldn't have been chopped off, and other people saying it should have been chopped off and not given. At the end of the day, it didn't matter because we ended up winning the game. But what do you think, mate? Offside or no offside? 100% goal. Mm-hmm. 100% goal. The only player that was interfering with the ball was Botang, but he was onside. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And the keeper, the keeper's positioning was horrendous. The ball was almost past him by the by the time Bakayoko had hit it. And there is no way that ball, or there's no way, sorry, McGee is in the keeper's line of sight. He's not. And yeah. you could, I can understand if McGee went to go and make a touch to try and deflect it in another direction or take a touch and shoot or something. What? But he stops. <laughs> like, he stops his run when the ball's going through. Nah. Yeah. Hundred yeah. percent goal, hundred percent goal, and it, that that to me that showed that that shows the the bad side of VAR. And Michael Stewart was bang on with sports scene. It was like VAR were looking for a reason to not give it, and that's what it's like. It's like every goal's reviewed, right? Whoa, was there any infringements there? Oh, oh, oh. nah, they were nah, nah. I was, I, I felt like that was an absolute kick in the teeth, man. Because I think we were deserving it. We were well on top at that point. Yeah, Shambles. I think I think even the keeper. It wasn't even like he made the keeper delay, like his like leap dive for the ball. No. I think the keeper was already making the, the dive. He's made no attempt to go to the ball. But I think the the their reasoning would for giving it would be that he was close to the ball. He was in an offside position. He was close to the ball. And I think that's it. I think away from it, man. I know, <sighs> but the only I. I like I've said, I, I can see the reason. I can see the reasons why they've not gave it, and the reasons that maybe they should have gave it. I'm more leaning towards. I'm leaning towards the, the fact that they should have gave it because he never done nothing to. He wasn't in the line of the vision of the, no. the goalkeeper. Nothing. He was at the side, and fair enough, he was close to the ball, but he can't help the way that ball's took the ricochet. The keeper's already making the dive. Aye, it's, it's all. Keeper never great. smelt it, man. The keeper never smelt it. It was it no. was well past him. The keeper, like you says, the keeper already made, already made his move, and he mm. still didn't get anywhere near it. That's nothing to do with McGee's positioning. That's to do with the keeper's positioning. Yeah, the keeper's two yards away from it, man. It's fucking stinking. I'm not sitting on the fence with that. That was a hundred percent goal. Hundred <laughs> percent. Well, um, I, I felt like he made up for his earlier miss. When he managed to get the ball off the the Livy defender, who kind of misjudged um, a wee bounce and got in front, and he, he took his shot too early, or he, he just, just had to stay. The keeper, I thought yeah. it was, I was head in the hands, just like jaw just hit the deck. Like, what's he playing at? Would have been easier yeah. to score. So- well, when you when you're struggling for goals up top, especially for your strikers, and that happens, you are thinking, "Oh, fucking hell, man! Can, can hell, it's not going to be our day." But I did, I did feel like him coming on, like gave us that extra bit, um, and I changed that. And I didn't think at no point did I no think that we weren't going to score, even though chances were kind of hard to come by. I just felt like we were just going to do something against this Levy team, um, and mm-hmm. we did. But obviously, before we did, Levy. Went down to ten men. That uh, was it, Montana, Montano. A wee stamp on yeah, on the player. Um, that's where Vav comes into play and gives its good points because obviously he was given Can a I- yellow card, and then Vav have intervened and says, "Oh, nope, I think you better here look at this again because his t- his stamp's intentional." And right enough, it was, and that's him punted after park. He has, uh, like I, said, I felt like Dundee were going to win the game anyway, but he's cost his team any chance of a victory here. 
with that stamp. Uh, silly, a silly foul. I didn't care why players do that in this day and age with the cameras Ludicrous. on. Ludicrous. Well, yeah, exactly. Why? Why? Why did he do that? See, for me, I'll tell you why he's done that. He's intentionally went to fucking do harm to Botan. Mm. That's what he's trying right. to do. He's trying to get away with it. That's not a cynical foul. That's just a, that's a fucking assault. Yeah, I've How seen comments. He? Yeah, I know. I've seen comments from people saying that he's uh, this player's uh, well known. I don't want to label him as that, but I've seen a few people say like uh, about times yeah. being caught doing this or something. So um, really? I'll just say it's that some people say, yeah, but I don't know how true that is. Um, but at the end of the day, he's a charlatan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He uh, he was a silly guy. He's uh, basically cost his team any chance of a point. Uh, but Dundee. You know, we got with two goals, and it was uh, the big, big sexy, big shagger, big shags, Shaughnessy. Two goals in the space of a couple of minutes. Yeah, shaggersy. <laughs> um, and fine goals for him. Just there, just to pounce and put them in the back of the net. And like you said, mm. it was the 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 first time he doesn't decide to take the long throw-ins, and he's in the middle of the park. So I think <laughs> from now on, let's get you into the middle of the park because even though you have got long throw-ins, you're more efficient uh, getting onto that ball. Surprising oh, as well, he never scored what he said. Both of them I know. knocked in. What a finish. What a yeah. finish. And a brilliant, brilliant throw in for Donnelly, man. I think it actually went further than what Shaughnessy's do. But anyway. Um, <laughs> but yeah, mate, see when it went in and I was watching the replays, I was like, this is VAR. This is going to VAR as well. And again, it did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> went for another review for a potential offside. Thank fuck it was given, like, because the remote would have went through the TV, like. <laughs> yeah, aye. Uh, if it was another offside, that's it, mate. You're kicking off, aren't you? But thankfully, mm-hmm. that wasn't it. And then, just as quick as we got the goal, was it five minutes later? Fucking another three. Goal. Three, three minutes three, later, yeah. Yeah, you're right, actually, yeah. Uh, Shaughnessy again, back post, I think. Uh, um, yeah, just the right place, right time, and that's it. He was. Nice wee whipped in. I think that's off the training ground, mate. Whipped in for Beck. Portales, Portales, brilliant run. And a wee yeah. dink. We dink into the danger area, hoping that somebody's going to get on the end of it. And then thankfully, Shaughnessy was there to just slot it home, nestle it in the net. Nestled it, and it, it certainly did nestle. Um, and right after that, I don't know if anybody was the same as me. My thoughts kept going back to St. Johnston, thinking, right, Dundee, let's not do the same again. Let's just uh, let's just see Mate, this I, game. I didn't even think like that at all. Eh? I thought, nah, we're we're well in control here. They're 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 offering literally nothing. Not even in the final third, but in in our half. None. Yeah, but like, that was nah, the same as St Johnston. That was the same as St Johnston, mate. So that's why it's shut in my mind. Let's not speak <laughs> Rudin went with your posture. Um, no, uh, but yeah, at the end of the day, it was uh, a fine win for us, mate. Um, 2 0, and we're up to the heady heights of fourth in the league. Which, to be honest, uh, I mean, they've got games on today which might change that, but um, who would have thought? Was it nine games in for Dundee, fourth in the league? It's brilliant, mate. What is it? I think it's only two defeats as well. We know, I think we're still unbeaten at home, are we not? Still Something unbeaten like at home. Yep. Fucking yep. class, man. What was it, 11th to 4th in like three minutes? Yeah, and that then... just shows you how tight that league is. Oh, it's awfully ticked. Mm-hmm. Tighter than yeah. a... something. <laughs> My wallet. <laughs> yeah. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> but it's class, man. You got your passport in date, like... Oh, that's all ready to go. That's been renewed. I've got nine years Rough. on it, so... Me as well. Good to go, mate. <laughs> <laughs> ah, but there's a, a a long way, long way to go. But it's uh, 
yeah, fine margins just now, mate. Yeah. Fine margins just now. It, it just shows you what a wee win, you know. Yeah, just a couple of wins, you know. You could really cement that position because what is it? It's seven teams, seven teams, and that are two points, you know, from nine to eleven. But anyway, uh, nine to eleven points. So can all change week in week out. But if we just keep doing what we're doing, mm-hmm. I know. And you even got to look at like at one point. Uh, how tight the league is county free one up at Motherwell and all of a sudden free all do you see their second goal they conceded a comical defending oh, oh my god what was he playing at if you rattled it off his own player <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not being funny but that shows how shite both those teams are mm-hmm. which kind of makes me feel like we probably should have beat county but Aye, but we the the win obviously away to Livy, and you look at it, four points out of six, but against Livy and County teams, so you're going to be expecting to be around there. We've not been beaten, they've <laughs> no gained anything on us. We've gained on them. Mm-hmm. It's it's a good week. It's a good week for Dundee. This two clean sheets, four points up to fourth in the league. As obviously recording this, it's a little bit earlier than the the games that are playing today. We'll no doubt move down. Um, that maybe the, oh, I don't know what it'll be fifth or whatever. You never know. You never know. Um, it's a, it's, it's a been a good week. Will we make predictions for today's games? No, no. Nah, we'll worry. We'll, we'll, be, we'll be Desmond Tutu's galore. Hello. <laughs> oh, um, but we'll move on. We we'll move on, mate. And we have got another home game. I think all the games this this month are at home. Um, and I think there's four, is or not? I think one of them. I think we've got obviously Rangers. Then we've got Livy on Sunday, and then is it Kamikers testimonial against Celtic? And I think against Celtic afterwards. Uh, Is there no Saint Mirren then, Kami? Might be Saint Mirren. Yeah, uh, yeah, it could be that, mate. Um, So and then uh, Hibs. Plenty. Ah, right. So I've just. Totally just plucking out names and flinging them in there. <laughs> um, but I, so the first one up is Wednesday night. Like bank. <laughs> <laughs> Third Lanark in there someplace. <laughs> uh, probably is. Um, yeah, so we spoke a wee while ago that when we came up against Rangers, we'd actually be looking forward to playing them because uh, they had the boy Beal in charge and he was absolutely horrendous, but they have done probably the right thing as their club needed to do and they punted him and they've replaced him with, uh, is it Clement Philippi? Philippi Clement? Philippi uh, Clement. Clement. <laughs> yeah, so boy, he's, yeah. he's there as their new manager and I think his first game was a 4-0 win against Hibs and then they've went... Uh, and drew nil nil. Obviously, we don't know. I think they're playing today. We didn't care what the score's going to be. Um, but we come up against yeah. them. There'll be, yeah, <laughs> but there'll be a different team to what I think what we're going to expect under Beal. It's going to be a really tough one. But I think if we can play to our strengths, which is defensively and being hard in midfield, there's a possibility. There's a great chance that we can get something from it. <clears throat> Excuse me, hundred percent, man. The thing is, see with Rangers, man, okay, yeah, great, they've brought in this new manager, they'll potentially have a new manager bounce, all that crap, but see, for me, they're the ones with all the pressure on them. Mm-hmm. Well, they I certainly mean, have, because they're obviously, they're chasing Celtic. Celtic yeah. are, I know, I know Celtic drew uh, no, no, at Hibs, but let's be honest, they're running away with this league, and they will run away with the league. Uh, 
Rangers are now it's just a case of trying to keep up with them as much as possible. Mm-hmm. The, the the pressure is on them. It certainly is. And especially for a manager to uh, get off to, I mean, I know that you got off to a flyer in the, the league with a 4 0 win, but the pressure is to keep that up for them and obviously to get the players playing from and, uh, you know, you know, just trying to make that second spot because they've also got the added pressure of St. Man being level on points with them just now. So it's not just a case of they're chasing Celtic. If they slip up a wee bit and St. Man keep doing what they're doing, then they go ahead of them and there's more pressure for the, the, the team in Glasgow. Um, as And you know what their know, fans can be like, mate? You're, well, that's they're, it. They're, even a draw, you know, like their fans will be right on top of them, right on top of them. They'll no give them a minute, mate. Some people think that they've probably chucked the chucked the league already, but I don't think they will. Uh, I don't think they have. And um, and like it says, the pressure will be on the team, on the players, on the manager, everything. So Dundee can just look, Dundee, just play to your strengths, like you said. Just just keep it solid, keep it tight. They'll make mistakes. I I I I'm. We're not picking out players. Okay? No, no. We're not picking out players. But you can look across this team. There's weaknesses. There's areas that we can exploit. That's all I'm going to say about that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll stay with that. <clears throat> um, I know because of, like you said, the, the chances there. Uh, I mean, we're we're speaking about it. Come Wednesday, I'll be like, fuck, 4 0, fuck's sake. <laughs> you know? Um, yeah, I don't think it will. No, I'm not having it. Like, this is probably, a, again, I said it about the Celtic game that this Celtic were not looking too pretty. And, you know, we were looking good until we gave that penalty away, right? Fine, fair enough, got something, you know, what was it, whatever it was. Rangers, I don't think they're anything spectacular, mate. They've spent money on players that are just, <laughs> I just think they're bang average, yeah. Absolutely bang average. I don't think we've anything to worry about. And you mm-hmm. can quote me on that. <laughs> oh, that's coming back to haunt you, isn't it? I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I honestly do not. This is an ideal opportunity to play them. <clears throat> there's, like I said, there's a couple of boys in their team I do not rate. Like actually, there's probably more than that. And this, they generally start. <laughs> and I think we can absolutely, yeah, three nil. <laughs> oh, fantastic! I love it. That's why I love you, mate. Eh? Just, just optimism coming at you, uh, left, right, centre. And, and, and you know what, I liked um, Tony Dock's press conference after the game, or his post-match interview, sorry, uh, after the Livy game, where he was like, look, I, I gave him a bit of half-time, you know, half-time, and see the second half, that's the way we want to play. See if we play like we did there against Livy, but play that for the 90 minutes against Rangers. We'll be solid. We'll be absolutely mm-hmm. fine. And like I says, a couple of players there that we can exploit. Yeah, I think um, if you look at it, you might want to set out like you did against Celtic because we were doing well against, I can that they had loads of chances, but Carson done well and we were kind of holding them and frustrating them. And also they got a penalty, which to me still wasn't a penalty, he's played for it. And that's kind of mucked up the game plan for Dundee. So um, I, I think the, the whole goal would be to get out there and frustrate them. And if you get into half-time nil-nil and then you know you've got a chance, um, again, Hit them on the break. We've got the players to do that. We've got we've got pace in the team, um, and it'd be the most best ideal time for this uh, for the strikers to actually just hit a wee run of form and start banging them in. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, like I say, I will be a tough one, but let's hope that we can um, you know like get something from it because what I'm doing well there's a good feel good factor about the club right now. We we'll have to beat 
everything, you know, it just it seems to be going going well. Um, so I think there'll got... be selection. I think there'll be selection headaches so for Doherty, must admit. Mm-hmm. Just I after think he's got physical. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hundred percent. And and I would stick with Silla and Botang in the middle of the park. Absolutely. That that's the area. The, nullify that area for Rangers. Then I think you're okay. Um, but it's more for me. The, well, I know we've been speaking about how brilliant the defense has been, but I mean, obviously, Lamy goes out. Donnelly's came in, did very well. Does Donnelly then start? Does he go to four at the back? Does he keep it as a three? Fuck those. <laughs> <laughs> we'll find it soon it. enough. We'll yeah, find it soon enough. <laughs> and obviously, there's uh, two previews because I don't think we'll have enough time to do uh, a review of the Rangers game. So we'll pop into the next home game we've got, which is Sunday, and it's against Livia. It's a f- fixture that's been brought forward, and mm. uh, I, I don't know the reasons behind it was brought forward, but both both teams agreed to it. So um, money probably, um, but is what it is. So it's very rare that you go back to back, no back to back, but you know what I mean so close together, home and away against a team um, we know what we're coming up against there, they're a team that seem to be struggling a bit and uh, again on social media, you mentioned Nubly being uh, looking uninterested Paul there was mm-hmm. a good few shouts from people on X, again people at the again, it's the name of the Twitter it's called it's X called now <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to be up precise no there <laughs> And it's the only time I can be precise because I normally just waffle shit half of the time. But anyway, they yeah. have they have been speaking about him not being a player that he was last season, and it looks like it a wee bit. So we're coming into a, a team uh, against Livy who you know we just have to do what we're doing, and I think we'll I think we'll win against them on the Sunday. Three 0 Mm-hmm. We will smash them. He will absolutely smash them. Nubly's probably griping because he was getting touted to every single team on the planet by Martindale uh, <laughs> during how would, the whole season. You know I know. I mean? How would you feel as a player constantly getting touted? And I know Livy probably, I think they need the, the, the funds, obviously, yeah. to maybe strengthen, and it would be ideal for them. But if you're a player and you're sitting there and your manager's constantly in the press moaning about maybe coming in for you, I would knock your confidence because, one, your manager's basically wanting rid of you from, and two, like, mm-hmm. Navy's came in for you. <laughs> so, if one part, you've got somebody, like, exactly. prostituting you <clears throat> in, the, in the press all the time, and you, you've got, um, on the other hand, you've got nobody willing to um, pay for you. Um, so, there's maybe a wee play in that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> know that I'm liking nobody to a prostitute. I, was uh, just, I think you just did. You know what I mean? I think I just did. That's excellent. <laughs> that's right though that, that, um, that's probably why it's probably why he's absolutely scunnered you know what I mean and the boy Montano he'll hear two game suspension but I think it was the game right, originally scheduled a for a midweek fixture was it no a midweek fixture I think it was and then they brought it forward to because I think United are at home on the Saturday and that's why it's on Sunday I'm sure it is anyway I was, it was a midweek fixture it'll be money night December I think aye yeah, likely Eh, someone daftly like can't mind, can't mind. Anyway. Anyway. Well, obviously, we have never done a podcast last week, Paul, at a national break and all that, but uh, we did, or well, I did, an interview with Luke McCowan, and it was absolutely top draw from Luke. Fantastic. Uh, the boy can blether. He's, he's, he's a blether. 
but a good bladder. <laughs> he is, yeah. Aye. So, I'm, uh, honestly, I just uh, normally, I, I was I was honest with him as well, but I just told him that I'd only written the script, you know, uh, questions doing on my dinner that day because I've been so busy. And I, I know it's been coming up, the, the interview, but I've been so busy that I've just not been able to do it. But I knew what I was wanting to speak about and all that, but he just made it so easy. And it just went, I just felt like the interview just went, I just, it just, the flow was fantastic. Um, Went swimmingly, man. Yeah, answered all the questions that uh, was asked and gave great answers. Um, total credit to Dundee. Um, on you can see why he's always you can see why he's always picked for like their kind their wee YouTube bits. You know, the big putting up. Can like him and Sean say doing the keep you ups mathematics. That was brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> No, but a really good uh, doing that interview with him, and uh, he's uh, also said that he wish he probably wish he never said it now, but he did say that he'd happily come on again to the podcast. So because he wants guy. to speak to me, mate, that, that's what it is. Do you know what I mean? Because obviously I couldn't he, make it because I had the flu. <laughs> he wants to see the famous hairline. <laughs> he does. <laughs> he better get the binoculars. <laughs> <laughs> I'll hold my head right up to the camera. <laughs> be like a bad horizon. That's what forehead, I like. Speaking dumb. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, Frank, I thought you were going to be right. nice to us since I've not seen you for ages, and then nah, nah. Okay. last so long. Just remember. <laughs> um, obviously, one of the, the things that I didn't realise until I got a text saying congratulations was that when I was speaking to him, I mentioned that I was expecting. Uh, I mean, the wife are expecting we're sick and bearing. And yeah, and uh, the thing is, I've, we've hardly even told any of our mates and family. I've only told like close family and friends that when we've seen them, we've told them. I've hardly told anybody. And here's me telling Luke on a podcast and releasing it. Fantastic. For but all the world to hear. Uh, makes it easier for me, though. Like, yeah, so it does. People can. Yeah, that's that. It sees me having the, oh, hiya. Thing is, mm. you got shit. You you uh you got you got a bad. Nah, come on. She, she laughed. Yeah. She laughed. And she did say, "I kind of expected you to bluff it out on a podcast." No realizing, <laughs> anyway. So brilliant, mate. <laughs> Absolutely brilliant, Mike. Congratulations again. Ah, oh, thank you, thank you. Uh, congratulations, because I will be having no more sleep for the foreseeable. <sighs> <laughs> Unlucky. Aye. <laughs> um. <laughs> Um, oh, in the news this week was a talk about the owners of Burnley looking at using us as a feeder club and potentially buying shares in the club. Also, this was done via the Daily Mail. Um, there's not been much else said about it. It's one of those where I don't know how I feel about it because all this being a feeder club for an English Premiership team to me doesn't doesn't work out doesn't benefit the team being the feeder club i really don't <clears> see where this would go uh i've got a mat i'm not too i'm not on board with it either even to talk about them wanting to buy like part of the club or whatever um obviously that wasn't a that was just put down as a rumor uh possibly and mm. i don't know how i feel about that because if there was an article going about that when they took over burnley i think burnley instantly went into so much debt um as much as we're owners come under criticism um, about workings of the club and whatnot, I feel like I've not got nothing to worry about. And 
getting people in who looking at their track record and obviously again the the debt that Burnley got put in doesn't really fill me with a lot of confidence so hopefully my personal opinion is that hopefully this is just a load of shite really and nothing comes of it hmm I'm kind of going the opposite way mate you would <laughs> you would <laughs> well just another perspective I I like the idea of parent feeder clubs a wee bit because if you look at the parent club, say they've got a boy that's under 23s, he's almost almost at the you know the, the main team, the first team, but he's not quite there. So you've and then you want to send them to a guy a team that's gonna get he's gonna get regular football. It's only gonna benefit both clubs, I think, because that boy's gonna come into the say the Dundee, he's gonna come into Dundee determined, he's wanting to prove his worth to his main club, he's gonna bust his ass. You know, to get to get noticed by his, you know, the first team manager, and then when he goes back, they've got a better player. We've been, we've benefited off him. They've benefited by getting a better player, more experienced player. I like that side of things. However, I'm not liking the monetary investment side of things. I don't, I, 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 I don't know. Too many cooks spoil the broth. You know what I mean, mate? Mm-hmm. I like the way they've got it with keys and nelms, but this other. American investment group coming in. What was it? AKL? I can't even remember. Anyway, nah. Broth cooks spoil. I could mean uh, you never know if if any of that rumours are true about investment. Then it might just be investment into the potential new stadium. Um, We don't know. We don't even know if it's even if there's an ounce of truth in it. One thing you touched on there was the you know, loaning the players that are potentially trying to look at breaking into the Burnley first team. Now, I kind of go the opposite way. So I'm, I'm okay with a couple of loan signings. I know that this season we've we've got loads of loan signings in this team. But the thing that gets me is that's it. They're only loan signings. We've not got these boys for another two or three years. Um, I like to see my team stable, you know. You, you know what you've got to build on. Are we going to be looking at constantly having to do a rebuild job every summer? That's what kind of gets me. Yeah, see, I didn't like that. Um, I've seen it too Get many times. To it. <laughs> I know. Get used to it. I know. But that's, uh, I mean, well, we don't know. We'll, we'll speak about, speak more of anything else gets said about it. But link-ups didn't, to me, general. I remember Man United linked up with Lovey. Nothing happened there. I think there was no. another team. Habs linked up with somebody. Nothing happened Arsenal. there. No, that it was, was Arsenal. No, it was Inverness. Inverness. Was it Inverness well, Inverness Arsenal. Inverness Arsenal. Well. You need to feel them. Nothing's happened there. And you know, it, 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 to me, these link-ups didn't work out. And it's probably something that uh, probably wouldn't happen. But it was in the news. May as well speak about it. Follow the minutes. There we go. Yeah, but, I, I, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. But then we'll again, see. I mean, the thing is, obviously, like they could potentially send boys to us on loan that are on the cusp of the first team. Cool. I don't, I'm not really getting the other way. Like, does that mean some of our players could go down there to train with, like, you know, better standard well, coaches potentially? Do you know? Like, and I think hmm. there was someone in that article that said that they would get, they would potentially get first dibs on players. I'm, yeah. I'm no, I don't know about that, man. That, yeah. Pros and cons, mate. Pros and cons. The thing about that is, could they see a player like, just say, Josh Mulligan, who, uh, you know, and but then, no, this is where life. we get, I know, but this is where I'm getting, so just say you get a player like Josh Mulligan, just say we got another player coming through the youth and he plays well for a year, a season, and then all of a sudden, Burnley want him. 
but they're going to buy him, but they're going to put him in the under-23 team that they've got. And he's never to be seen again. That's that's the thing I didn't like, where I'd rather hear a Dundee player that's got the ability like Josh Mulligan playing for as long as possible in a Dundee top before going on. I am in and again, yeah, well, yeah, you never know, maybe something like that. Again, My football manager brain's going into pure overdrive here. Eh? Like, <laughs> <laughs> it is. Absolutely. Like, Just send the uh, assistant for the, the pre and post match interview. <laughs> yeah, get that the fuck. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Uh, don't know, mate. It's, um, I, th- I, think it ju- I think it could just be a rumour. And I'm pretty certain in that article it mentioned that this Burnley mob that were. You know, that's came in the investment group. They tried to buy a Belgian club as well, but that went, that got kiboshed. Um, I don't know. I, d- <clears throat> I think, I don't think we'll hear about it again, to be honest. Like, pay was on somebody like Red Bull, Red Bull Dundee playing in the Premiership. Oh, no, mate. That would be <laughs> a poor, mate. I wouldn't even. Oh, oh no. Nah. Look at what they did to, what was it, Orsay Vienna, I think it was. Or, or can't remember. No, it wasn't Orsay Vienna. Anyway, there was uproar. So Red yeah. Bull and I looked at favourably, like, but no, their structure they've got is fucking incredible, like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Boys going um, face Salzburg to Leipzig and then sell on for fucking millions. I know. Ah well, anyway. well, uh, just to go to plug this, Cami Care's testimonials obviously coming up soon. That is on Tuesday, the sixteenth of November, uh, quarter to eight kickoff. It's against Celtic and. It is £15 for adults, £10 for concessions, and £5 for kids. Obviously, the Scotland match is prior to that. Scotland have qualified, so to be honest, it's an absolute nothing game for us now. I know there was yep. a wee bit of an uproar before because it was also on the day of the Scotland game, but hopefully, boys, now that, you know, you were going to be going out anyway. You may as well go out for a couple of pints and head to Dens. Um, I think, mate, I think that Honestly, Scotland getting the qualification, fucking unbelievable, like, obviously. But I think that'll work in Dundee's favour. And it'll work in Cammy's favour. And I think it'll be a better turnout than what was probably expected. Like, Because yeah, he needs a good turnout, mate. Can you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he definitely deserves... He deserves... Not needs, he uh, deserves a good turnout. That's um, it's a rarity that any player stays at a team for that length of time. So uh, mm-hmm. uh, we've got to go out and uh, also show our appreciation and respect for Kami um, yeah. for the years of service. So obviously the last time we spoke as well, we mentioned that Dundee should open their doors early and get the fans in to watch the Scotland game in Dens before the, the game. And obviously you can only fit so many people in the lounges, but they are doing that. So there's a, <coughs> I feel like I'm, I'm getting my, free plug on their hospitality, but you get a, a two-course meal, complimentary bar, access to watch a Scotland match at quarter to five for the kickoff at five o'clock, and that is £120 per person, which I think includes VAT. Um, yeah, so there's that going on as well. Excuse me. You're, that. Just, that, you're just wanting a free ticket. That's why you've plugged it. You're, you're wanting a ticket. <laughs> <laughs> just didn't take it because Celtica won. I feel like saying if you if if Stuart Brand can't do the after the, the post match like interviews and whatnot in the lounges, me and Paul are coming in there. <laughs> Payment <laughs> could be do. hospitality. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> the the interviews will be excellent. Like, <laughs> mate, we would crash and bum. Stuart does a brilliant job in there. We would crash he and bum. Um, he does. He, <laughs> oh, we wouldn't even reach his standard. It would just be stuttering and would be pushed anyway so um <laughs> aye <laughs> but yeah if you can get a ticket get done and get a ticket uh it says 
like like we've said, it's show your appreciation for Kami. And uh, you never know, you might see a few familiar faces along the way. But Paul, there's no de-archive this week because, again, I've just not really been bothered doing it. So uh, we will, we're going to fire in with the fans Q&A. We put it out last night. Uh, we've got a few questions through. So we'll kick off. I've just uh, scrolled in my X feed. Um, yes, X feed, mate. Now you're Twitter nonsense. Um, so, <laughs> Dense Park Choir, would you buy Joe, Joe Shawnee says OnlyFans if he had one? I would buy it. I would be the person holding the camera. I'd be helping him add the content. Uh, whatever he needs held, I'd, help, I'd hold it. I mean, I'm at his beck and call. Playing the loop. <laughs> Everything you can think of. I'd be doing that, and I would still give him the whatever I'm ten pound a month for be charging. Twelve ninety nine. Oh, Paul, what would, would you? <laughs> I'd be on the camera with you, mate. <laughs> I'd be applying his oil. <laughs> Joe Shagger, he's only fans. <laughs> Joe Shagger say, Shagger say, Shagger say. We're going to keep that. Keep calling him Shagger say. Eventually, stick. Um, Jake Shaw here's a good one actually for Jake do you feel Halloween, Valentine's and Christmas has lost their real meanings and are more of a commercialised holiday celebrated purely so the rich can get richer or do you feel there is still hope mate it's always been commercialised especially Valentine's Day my god what's the need of that uh, every day of the year is a day do you know what I mean there's always something day do you know what I mean it's it's a lot of crap, but nah, it's, Christmas is for the Burns, you know what I mean? It's for the Burns. Mm-hmm. Christmas is but for yeah, the Burns, Halloween's is for the students, and Valentine's Day, um, well, it's no for Paul because he's single, so <laughs> it's for... It's <laughs> uh, for me and Pam. Uh, that, is, that, that is a low blow there for me, and you know what? I absolutely loved it. <laughs> I loved it as well, it was actually pretty good. You know, at least I'll save money. <laughs> Aye, true. Well, we come up. Uh, me and the missus didn't celebrate Valentine's Day. We came to the conclusion about five years ago that we didn't have to spend money on Valentine's Day. It was just a case of, like, we'd just go out for a meal, get a takeaway. It was, you know... That's a way it We didn't need one day to see how much we love each other. Every day is like oh, Valentine's you Day. Sap. You crawler. You crawler. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a good one from Ethan Hampton. Which Dundee player will have the best Halloween costume and why? Now, we've already obviously made jokes about Luke McCowan looking like Barbie, so I can't use him. He can't look like Ryan Gosling as much as he does. Can he pick him? Um, Shagger saying a mankini? Mm, yeah, that sounds pretty good. I'd say I've, I've done it before, but Zach Rudden is the, the hood from Thunderbirds. <laughs> <laughs> The hood from Thunderbirds. Have you seen that before? Absolutely. <laughs> That's fantastic, that. He just needs to stop like priming his eyebrows and let them grow in a little bit. He just needs them thick as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that baldy head, man, glistening. Down you. Oh, just looking like a, a, a bad Bond villain. He's got a cat <laughs> on his lap, just stroking the cat. Yeah. He lives Don't in tell. a volcano that he lives in a volcano that comes apart when the, <laughs> the spaceship comes out. <laughs> Yeah, oh. yeah, is that rid in the hood? 100%. <laughs> um, got one from Captain Gregor. 
if you were stuck on a desert island with two Dundee players from the last 10 years, who would you choose and why? Um, I would pick Andrew Davies because he would hey, our herbal life, so there we go. We've got that sorted. And I would pick Shaggersy because we can just put content out. <laughs> I'll go Charlie Adam Gavin, right? Just because they're <laughs> fucking legends and they'll probably hear good stories and that, and they'll probably be good for salvaging like supplies. <laughs> and they'll you... probably like beer as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we can. We can like the beer. Um, salvaging supplies. <sighs> All right, okay. Um, You're stuck on I've a got... desert island, do you know what I mean? <laughs> What's going to build your hut in a hand? Do you know what I mean? Right, Charlie? <laughs> it's not going to be Charlie building it. Like, hey, well. He'll be that. Wouldn't it be Gavin either? He'd just flutter his blue eyelids at the end. You'd be building it. Um, what a question. To be, to be fair, you, as long as you're stranded after a Dundee victory, if it's, if it's after a Dundee defeat, you're what, and neither of them on the desert island. <laughs> just be booing at them. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> got a question from Doyle. With a C, um, where would you ideally want to go abroad for Dundee's European Tour next season? Well, if we did Prague. manage to get on the European, yeah, if we did manage to get on the European Tour, though, wouldn't it be Prague? We'd get stuck with some Welsh team. Bucharest, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Clyde Cumbria. That's uh, what happened. Yeah, yeah. Like what I happened to Cully a couple of seasons ago. <laughs> Fucking hell! Right. Um, Grant Anderson <laughs> Grant Anderson how do you see us replacing loan players more loan sign, more loans or sign-ins um, yeah, you know what like I've said I don't like the idea of loan sign-ins or like loads of loan sign-ins it's helped us this season and obviously it's working well so far but ideally I want to see us making permanent sign-ins I think the more better we do and obviously, we've got boy like Owen Beck from Liverpool. If we can show that we can propel him up his game, and um, mm-hmm. you know he's got the call up to the Wales team as well, so close to making his uh, international debut for the full team, you might see more players want to come to Dundee. And again, also we've got the Gardine, um training pitches and potentially a new stadium. So I think we're if this all kind of falls into place, you'd see more signings and less loan signings. But just now. Yeah, again, I don't like it, but it's working out well, and I think we'll see loan signings replacing loan signings. Yep, I think you're absolutely bang on there, mate. Bang on. If we can, you're, mate, you're absolutely right, Owen Beck. If we can show a club like Liverpool, look, if you send one of your boys here, he's just going to go on an upward trajectory. Other teams will take notice, like, but I think this loan, it's going to depend on league finishes. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? The yeah. higher the league finish, you know, the more money then you could potentially invest in actual permanent sign-ins. But I, 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 I like the idea about, you know, a club like Liverpool sending a boy and seeing their, their man flourish, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, didn't get me wrong, I didn't mind having a good few, a good couple of loans, uh, loanies brought in, um, obviously to the extent of this season. Again, it's working out well, so I'm not going to moan about it. But I think as it, as it goes on, yeah, you want to see players in as your own because if you're bringing them through like Owen Beck, you kind of want them to be your player because if that's the case, then you've got the, you can sell them on. 
you know, there's potential to make money yeah. there, but you're not, you're just handing them back uh, for them, for the, the parent club to either play in the first team or uh, sell on themselves. But that's all part and parcel of being a uh, loan sign-in, so I'm, I'm not going to grumble too much about it. It's working out well yeah. so far, not going to complain, but down the down the road, I want to see uh, permanent signings, which again, Paul mentioned, will come with better finishes in the league, and probably, uh, hopefully, again, maybe, you know, better cup runs and stuff like that. But we'll not get ahead of ourselves with the cup runs. We'll just concentrate on getting into Europe. <laughs> I've already packed my bag. <laughs> um, got another one. New Campy FTW. Who do you think will turn out for Cami Kerr's testimonial? Well, <sighs> there's not been anything, is there, Paul? But I did see somebody, did somebody say share a screenshot on a Dundee page saying that somebody was trying to get Caballero over. So you kind of will be hoping that Dundee start announcing maybe just players from the past and, you know, like players that maybe Kami like seeing when he when he's supporting Dundee, like Caballero, maybe Spironi. Somebody actually met, mentioned to Spironi's wife as he coming up and she was like, well, maybe try and get him up. So hopefully you do see a few names uh, put forward and uh, it's not just a Dundee versus Celtic, it's obviously Dundee and it's players past and present mm-hmm. and uh, it's a good occasion to get the fans out to see former Dun- Dark Blues players I think there'll be a few surprises mate mm-hmm. I really do I but so I like well. how it's all been pure hush hush you know what I mean, uh, but I know the boy that yeah. was messaging Sarah and Caballero eh? <laughs> oh do you? <laughs> yeah Send me the screenshots as well. Fucking excellent. Strachan will play. (laughs) Strachan will get the bits on about you anyway. The wee wizard. And um, we've got uh, the last question Uh, Ryan McDonald. Do you think, and he's given the full name, Juan Antonio Portela's Villarreal will ever concede a goal in the league? Uh, he's he's right, coming no, on to he's, yeah. uh, he's he's uh, coming on to some game like I think he's 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 proven a few people wrong, I think already. He just needs to just needs to keep doing what he's doing, mate. Nothing too fancy. Just keep but again, I think he's gonna learn so much off of Shaughnessy. Do you know what I mean? On how to play mm-hmm. the Scottish game. And he's he's really impressed me, yeah. Yeah, but we've not said previously. That either, <laughs> no, no, I know, again, especially with Rangers coming up on Wednesday. But um, it was always going to be um, either for me a hit and miss with signing him. It was either going to be like just like what the hell were we doing signing him, or oh, he's absolutely fantastic at the back, and so far it's proven to be uh, option B, and he's looking like a, a player for us. And like you say, besides Shagger, say it's looking like a good uh, combo at the back. So long may it continue. Well, Paul, I think that's it all for the, for today, don't you think? We've done with Q&A. We've spoke about the Livy win. We've spoke about the draw at County um, or against County. I think that's enough for us this week. Um, yeah. Any other words of wisdom you want to add? Or? Yeah, that's enough content for one, one nah. episode. Mate. Aye, that's it. That's it. So we'll be back next week. We'll talk about the Rangers match and obviously the Livy match and any rumours or news in between. Thank you for listening and we'll speak to you next week. 